Calling all trivia nerds, Brittany here, and I host the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast with my best friend, Meredith. Is your next car ride looking like a snooze fest? We've got the cure. Three rounds of awesome trivia every week. Harry Potter, Disney, science, sports, you name it. No more silent car troubles. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Connect, laugh, and learn with your kids, big and small. (laughs) New episodes every week, wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Culture Kids, welcome to our show. We are a family podcast empowering children everywhere to become kind and empathetic innovators, creators, and citizens of the world. Come join us and expand your imagination as we explore the world and celebrate our differences. My name is Kristen, and I am your host along with my son, Asher. This week we have a special birthday shout out to Rylan. From Queens, which is New York City. Awesome. Ryland is turning seven years old, and she wants to visit Iceland someday. Oh. Happy birthday, Ryland. We hope all your wishes come true. Hooray! Today, I am so excited because we have another special guest no way. from New York City. His name is Eric, but he goes by Mr. Wink. He's going to talk about something that can be seen and heard everywhere. It has a culture of its own. It makes people get up and move and express themselves. Whoa-oh-oh. Hmm. Nice to have you on the show, Mr. Wink. What up, Kristen? What up, Asher? What up, Culture Kids? Hi. Uh, My name is Eric Royo. I'm an elementary school teacher, and I'm also a hip-hop enthusiast and a hip-hop educator. Oh, yeah. But when I'm doing my hip-hop education, everyone calls me Mr. Wink. So that's kind of like my stage name, Mr. Wink. Yeah. I'm from New York City, but it's also the birthplace of hip-hop. Oh, cool. You're from New York City? I'm from New York City, too. I was born there, but we're now in L.A. For sure. It's cool to learn that hip-hop was born in New York City. Definitely. Oh, yeah. After I became a teacher, I wanted to spread that culture and share it with other kids so they can see where hip-hop came from, um, what it's about. And I also work with young kids, recording music, writing music, helping them to do all that stuff and express themselves with hip hop. And um, yeah, Mr. Wink. And it's also very cool that kids can learn how to express themselves using hip hop at such an early age. Could you tell us about what hip hop is? I know it's kind of like a style of music. Let me tell you about that. And I want to just start by saying that hip-hop is not just a music. Hip-hop is a culture. Hmm. Interesting. Music is a big part of that culture, but hip-hop brings in different art forms to kind of build community. That's very interesting to hear. Uh Uh-huh. We often think of hip-hop as a style of music, but we forget that it has a beautiful, rich culture of its own. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Could you explain how hip-hop was born and the history behind this culture? Let's do it! 
So hip hop was something started by people who lived in the Bronx. Um, they were very poor people who lived in unsafe neighborhoods. And they were looking for ways to feel safe, right? To show their frustrations because they were living in poor neighborhoods and they didn't have a lot. They needed a way to express themselves, but they also needed a way to kind of feel safe and bring community together. Also, then what happened? A little brief story of hip hop is that one day a man named Cool Herc would play a record and he noticed he would play like a funk record or a disco record. That was the music during this time in the Bronx. And he noticed that in a specific part of the song called The Break, where there's no singing, there's just drums and bass usually for about 30 seconds, that all the people at the party, all the dancers would get really, really crazy. They would really love this part of the song. Oh, like they felt the beat and they wanted to dance. I feel that way sometimes when there's good beats that makes me want to dance and move. For sure. And they would dance this specific way called breaking. So they would begin to call them B-boys or B-girls, right? Break boys or B-girls. And this guy, Cool Herc, noticed that, hey, you know what? People like this, but it only lasts for about 30 seconds. How do I extend it? Hmm. So the genius thing he did was he got two what we call turntables. That's what they used to play music on with these big circular plastic things that had music on them. And they would play the music on one of the records and he would get another copy of the same record and we'd get something called a mixer and he would switch back and forth between the two records so that that break would play longer and longer. And people at those parties really enjoyed it. That's a very interesting background I didn't know about. It sort of came together as a community effort in observing what people like the most. And that really is the root of what hip hop is. It's taking music from other genres, other cultures, other parts of what you grew up in, finding the little parts in it called the break and making it longer and longer and really enjoying that part of it. <laughs> So if music is just one part of hip-hop, could you explain the rest of the important elements? Three big parts of the culture, right? We call these things elements. Um, so you have your DJ, you have the MC or rapper, and then you have your breaker, right? The, the B-boys, the B-girls, the dancing part of hip-hop. Now there's also a different art form that was going on at that time called graffiti. Oh, we did an episode a while ago about Banksy. Oh, yeah. He's a mysterious and very famous artist that showed his art on the walls. Kind of like graffiti. I love it. People who didn't have a lot of voice, didn't have, were very poor and felt like no one was hearing them, listening to their voice, they wanted to show their beauty, their expression. So what they did is they took spray paint or spray cans and, and made these beautiful murals on places that everyone would see it. And in New York at that time, the train was the place that everybody would see things. So they would create these beautiful murals on trains with their names or with messages. And they knew that when that train went all over the city that everyone would see them. So it was just kind of a way for them to have a voice. When I feel sad, 
and I don't feel like talking sometimes, I write notes to mommy and slip under a door. And that makes me feel better. But in our house and school, we're not allowed to draw on the walls. And we have to ask grown-ups for permission. Yes, though we are not able to draw on our walls here at home, we can find ways with our grown-ups to express big feelings in creative ways. And I think that's a big part of what hip-hop is. It's a way to show yourself, show who you are, and have a voice. The other element is called knowledge, knowledge of self. So all these other elements that people do art forms are a way for them to dig into their history to show their expression of who they are. I love that because we all come from different places and we all have a story to tell. I was born in New York, but mommy was born in Korea. My dad was born in Indiana. So we celebrate both American and Korean culture. For sure. They take pieces of who their family's culture was, who their ancestors' culture was, and a lot of it was African-American culture and Caribbean culture wasn't allowed to kind of thrive and flourish and show who they are all the time. So hip-hop was a way for people to come together as a community, to express themselves, and also to connect with their culture uh, and their ancestors. So that's kind of what hip-hop culture is and you hear the music but there's a bigger culture behind it so more reasons for us to always remember who we are where we come from and what brings us joy i think another fun way to express myself is through dancing you hear me in our family, we love to learn new dance styles such as Korean hip-hop, salsa, and mommy used to take African dance classes too. And believe it or not, back in high school, mommy tried to learn how to break dance. Hmm, interesting. Oh yeah, you showed me some break dance moves where you were twirling around with your legs in the air. <laughs> yup, I imagine break dancing is an important element in hip-hop. Yes! Mr. Wang, could you tell us a little more about that? So breaking is, is so beautiful because it's a style that takes many different styles of dance where you grew up in. So a lot of Latin Puerto Rican people were part of the break movement um, as well as African-Americans. So you'll see a lot of salsa dance movements or African dance or even like capoeira or even um, you know kung fu movies were big. Um, in the 70s and 80s. So breakers would use some of those styles that they saw, the fighting styles, uh, yeah. in their dance. So again, it's telling that story, expressing, okay, this is my culture, here's where I come from, here are the different parts. Now I'm gonna take it and make it my own dance, but it's influenced by my history. Exactly, because we all have our own experiences and our own story to tell. And as Mr. Wink mentioned, we can add our own flavors to the moves and make it even more exciting and unique. And it's really a, a, an American story, right? There's nothing more American, I feel, than hip hop, because that's what America is. People from all over coming together, mixing, creating new cultures, and, and that's really what hip hop is in the different forms. So could you tell us about some fun activities you do at schools to teach kids about what the hip-hop culture is? Yeah! 
So one of the very first things I do, I create an identity mural with, with the kids. Using everyone's identity? Ooh. Yeah. And basically, we talk about what identity is at different aspects. Maybe that's um, where your ancestors are from. Maybe that's you feel you're a boy, you're, you're a girl. But to really understand what identity means. And then they each get a, a piece of a wall. It looks like a brick. And we should look at graffiti styles. And I have them choose a name based off of what their interests and identity are. <laughs> they, they write that on the little templated brick. You can use pictures, words, or symbols. And then we put all the bricks together and create one big wall so that we can see the big idea behind hip hop is that everyone shines individually, but for the greater community. And that's how the community grows. Yay! Asher, what word do you think you would use to be a part of this mural? Hmm. hmm I love Pokemon, and I'm Korean. Maybe a Korean Pokemon monster? That sounds great. Who knew hip-hop culture can bring people together? You got it. So for our grown-up listeners, what are some hip-hop music artists that we can check out for our friends? I start with a lot of instrumental musics because the beats are really important and they set the tone and the feel. You know, I had a lot of kids who were, who were really, really shy. And through hip-hop, you see them really flourish and grow and get out in front of a stage of people and perform a rap, perform a dance. Yeah, sometimes a good beat or good music can really release a lot of big feelings you might be holding on to. And then some 80s hip-hop, Run DMC, Eric B and Rakim, Queen Latifah, those are some good places to start. Oh, and lastly, can you rap for us? Oh boy, oh boy! Or freestyle? Absolutely, absolutely. What up, y'all? I got something to say. I'm about to take you on a trip back in the day. See, I'm a teacher. Shout out to my teacher people. This is a hard job, and really, there is no equal. I do this for the students working hard in the class and represent a culture started far in the past. Radio, cardboard, breaking on the block. The culture that I'm talking about is hip-hop. That's amazing. So cool. Let me try one. Go, go, go! My name is Asher. And I'm a smasher, and I like to play, to play Pokemon, and I'm good at reading. That was amazing, Asher. I love it. Um, okay, so this is all you grown-ups. A lot of what I do, um, I have a company called Hip Hop Building Blocks. Uh, and what we do, we cultivate hip hop culture in schools and communities with young people, but also having kids have an experiential time engaging with the culture. So we'll run different workshops where kids will learn a little bit more about DJing and then be able to try to mix on turntables and put music sounds and, and create break beats. I do different writing workshops where kids can uh, learn how to rap. 
Hip Hop Building Blocks is the name of the company. You can find it at hiphopbuildingblocks.com. You can also see me at uh, Instagram, Hip Hop Building Blocks. Please check me out. And I work with most a lot in New York City, but I go all over the country and work with um, teachers and schools. So I can go wherever. That's good to know. Thank you, Eric, for being on our show. And we look forward to seeing some cool videos and photos of your work. This is Mr. Wink representing Hip Hop Building Blocks. You're on Culture Kids. Appreciate y'all. Peace. Bye-bye. I liked having him on the show. Definitely. To our listeners, how will you use hip-hop to express how you're feeling today? I don't know about you, but I personally love to dance when I'm happy or excited, and I love to just sit back and listen to music when I'm feeling a little sad. I can also play the piano, so sometimes expressing my feelings through a musical instrument is very helpful too. And maybe you can ask a grown-up to help you write some cool lyrics for a song. I want to listen to some cool instrumental beats and see if I feel like dancing or drum. And another message for our grown-ups, you can check out our interview with Hip Hop Building Blocks on YouTube with some cool videos and photos of some of Mr. Wink's work he's done with the schools. Hey, you forgot to joke! Ah, ah yes. <laughs> Thank you for the reminder. We never end our episode without some jokes. Asher, would you like to share a joke? Yes. What do you call a well-balanced horse? What? A stable. Bravo. Because horses live in stables. I get it. Okay. Mommy's turn. What do you call a sad strawberry? What? A blueberry. (laughs) (laughs) I get it. Because like bloom sometimes means you're sad and berry because strawberries are berry. I get it. (laughs) Well, that's all we got for today. And grown-ups, keep sending us your birthday shout-outs to culturekidspodcast at gmail.com and stay tuned for more episodes. And please don't forget to leave us a review and let us know what you want to learn about next. We always want to hear from you. Bye-bye. For over six years, The Past and the Curious has been winning fans, sharing stories of real people from the past, and making people smile. I'm Mick Sullivan, author of I See Lincoln's Underpants, which is a book about, well, famous people's underwear. You'll find all of those stories and much, much more in the 100-plus episodes of The Past and the Curious that are currently available. Find it in all the usual podcast places. The Past and the Curious with Mick Sullivan. That's me.